Hey guys, just want to remind you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Go down there in the bottom and press that bell icon so that you get notified next time we release a video. Also wanted to remind you guys to join our listener support program. There's three tiers starting at just 99 cents a month, $4.99 and $9.99. If you're a baller and you want to support the Morning Woods podcast, get on over there and join our listener support program directly through Spotify. <laughs> it's going to prompt you. Did you accept it? Yes, sir. What's up, man? What up? What's, What's going on, Johnny? Not much, hey. Man. Hey, how's the weather out there? You guys still getting some snow? Oh, yeah, it's cold, man. Colder than a witch's titty up here, man. You know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> Where, whereabouts are you? Uh, in Ohio? You're from Ohio, right? Up north? Or you're a Kentucky boy? You yeah, dude. Louisville. Louisville. West side Louisville. Louisville, dude. Yes, sir. Okay. You, know, you got that right. I always tell people this. Uh, my mom was born in a barn in Clay City, Kentucky, near Stanton. You know where that's at? No shit. Yeah, dude. That's like uh, Red River Gorge. Yes, Red River, Daniel Boone, all that stuff down there. That's my mom's stomping grounds. When I was a kid, I used to go down there a lot. You said she was born in a shed, in a yeah, barn? in a shack about behind someone's house. They used to say. Damn. You know, she was like the butt of the joke. It was funny. Like, were you born <laughs> in a barn? And she'd always be like, well, yeah, I actually was born in a shack outside. So technically. Yeah. Yeah. She probably left a lot of doors open. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) (laughs) she left a lot of shit undone when she died too. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I was born in a shed. I'm sorry, a shack, shack shed. Yeah. Yeah. What did you expect, really? (laughs) Oh man. So what's going on, man? Are are you uh you been getting in? This is is this uh podcast fairly new? Is it a new new uh adventure? So uh, since like. I guess October last year, I started filming them, and then this is number twenty. You and I, this is number twenty. So we're uh, oh. we might be drinking soon. I mean, by the next episode, oh, yeah. we'll be legally drinking. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting, I'm getting close, man. You, uh, you ever think about doing your own show? You're a real character. I watch your TikToks a lot, dude. Oh it's damn, funny. thanks, man. Yeah. Hey, I've been pumping them out, dude. Pumping out the content. Uh, do uh did you ask if I if I if I'm a drinker? Would you ask? No, again? no, no. What you ever think about doing like your own podcast, like maybe oh yeah, out there on the road or something like that, or you know? Well, shit, man. It's it's uh to be honest with you, I've st- I've had four or five podcasts that I never stay consistent with. Like I'll do a handful of episodes, and I'm like, okay, this is going all right, and then for just stop, and then. Months will go by, and then uh, where you at, dude? Are you like in the middle of the living room? Like I'm you in set my, up in the living kitchen? Yeah, I usually set up uh, in the living room, but we set up in the kitchen tonight because it's a little bit easier. And I usually have like my TV on or whatever when people are in here. But yeah, I don't know. My kid just needed to pop in and make a guest appearance real quick. I guess I'm sorry, but so you've had you said you've had four, three or four different shows. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I had a. Uh, so there was at one point there was Jeff's basement with Jimmy, which uh, didn't I, I like posted about it and I'm like coming soon and never did a single episode. Okay. <laughs> and then I uh, did uh, Jeff Toy's Most Righteous Hour, uh, which that was on SoundCloud or whatever. And like yes. uh, I was paying, I felt like I was paying like I think twenty a month, and it felt ridiculous for yeah, like for a, the storage. A, yeah. Yeah. No. I was like, damn, I'm like, I'm not even, what, what, am, I, what am I paying all this for? <laughs> right. Yeah. I used to do music and I had the same uh, experience. Like I would post hundreds of songs just trying to get 
and a few of them would get you know thousands of plays or whatever but then like uh, most of them would just be just a few here and there and you felt like you were paying for nothing really you know it's like yeah for real for a couple of hits to stay up you're paying for all this storage at the end well i was thinking this was like 20 trying to think this is like 2016 2017 i think okay i've been like consistent i've been consistent consistently doing stand-up comedy for going on i think four years three and a half or four and then before i started doing comedy i was wanting to do podcasting shit but consistency is key man that's with anything like you know damn tiktok videos or podcasting if you just do it or even working out, you know what I mean? Anything, if you don't do it uh, pretty consecutive, you know, don't do it pretty, uh, you know, regularly, you're not really going to get really anywhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're going to lose yourself in it somewhere and just kind of get bored with it or something like that. I, de- I definitely can relate to that at certain times. Yeah, I guess this is actually my second show. Um, and I had one, it was called Getting High with Headliners. And uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we did like... I did like 14 episodes of that, and then some of them were audio, video only, and then some of them were video towards the end. But then, like, that was like right before the pandy and everything, and you know, when uh-huh. it weird and people just stopped, you know, everything shut down. It was over. So it was just, I didn't know about this, I guess, and I didn't just maybe have the wherewithal at the time to set this up because this actually has taken me a couple of weeks just to get the Skype and everything. Like or the, the oh yeah together. so it's like and just having the time and everything so i just didn't have the time and i didn't have it in me then and i guess i just really didn't believe in it and like the name of it and i was uh i was also trying to sponsor some of the episodes and and get the ads out there and pay for it to get oh shit on it but see yeah every time i would do it i would get flagged because of the name and we were also smoking weed in the show so that would like, do it. Yeah, shocking <laughs> content. Even some of the episodes that I post now, if I try to do ads for them, it's like there's if there's shocking content in them. Oh man, my computer cut out or my camera cut out, didn't it? I'll tight, dude. Let me, oh, hold on one minute. We can just uh, I can just there pause it is. the recording. Oh yeah. What? <laughs> What'd you just say? You said we were talking about weed and the government heard it and shut the camera. Oh yeah, dude. They shut it down, dude. <laughs> CSA. Like... <laughs> Was it C- CIA? CSA. <laughs> the CIA. Oh man, that's crazy. Now, um, yeah, so was it, like, the the fact that you were, like, putting too much into it, you think, like, financially, or, like, the money, and you felt like it wasn't worth it? Was that a big part of the reason you, you think you weren't doing it? Or, I mean, right, the last couple of years you had a kid, you've been busy with stand-up, you think you were just focused on doing these other things, but that was something that you still had, like, kind of on the back burner, that you just, you know, you knew you had to get somewhere else and be someone else first before you can kind of do that, you think? Yeah, uh, well, I think most of it was like overthinking. I think for the, in the in, for the most part of it, where when I when I did the Jeff Toys Most Righteous Hour was whenever I felt like I was my most pumped about it. Like I had a a table set up and two mics, and um, you know, I, I downloaded all my stuff was like bare bones. Like I had Audacity for the uh, recording software. Yeah, which was free, and it was like an old computer, uh, like an old laptop, and then uh, everything was pretty much bare bones. But I felt like I was just getting a handle on it. And I think myself and probably a lot of other comics can get like discouraged early on, where it's like you're still doing open mics, but you're still trying to do other stuff. Yeah, and it's either uh, some of my issues was 
trying to get host like guests and i'm sure you know how hard it is like timing especially when you do it in person like okay not this weekend but the weekend after this and you guys come over at this time or yes and uh, it could be a real pain in the ass and so why well, like doing i've really been wanting to do some solo just like you know yeah i think bill bird does it phil vaughn you know that's that's yeah, solo yeah. podcasting Yep, I think uh, I'm gonna do it sometimes too. Like, I'll, especially like uh, in situations where, say, I don't have uh, an internet connection, or for whatever reason, I don't know why that would happen. But there's a ton of places where you could definitely do it yourself. And like, if you know, if you really got something on your mind, and you know, dude, that's a good time to vent and kind of just talk to people, bro. And you'd be surprised oh, how yeah. many people like relate to that. You know, more than just like your comedy or you being like a personality, it kind of like makes you more like a real visceral person and people get to know you. Yeah. Podcasting is powerful in that way, man. It really I just want to start a, I just want to start a podcast and say the N word a whole bunch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Like, like Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. dude, I want to ask you about that. But first, I want to tell you that um, if you do decide to do another one, man, I would do it on anchor.fm. They're sponsored through Spotify, oh, yeah. and it's free. You can do it for free. You could post, um, I think, like four episodes a month. Like my, I post like four, no shit. I, I post four one-hour episodes a month, and um, we don't pay anything. That's the free plan. I don't know if there's more That's bandwidth good. if I start posting more or whatever. But they actually, I'm not sure. This is not a plug, but they actually just sponsored this podcast too. They're our very first sponsor. So. Oh, right on, dude. So that's I'm pretty excited about that, dude. I, I uh I don't know. I couldn't believe it at first. I was like, that's kinda crazy. Like that people are actually listening to it. It's it's weird, dude. Like when people actually start listening to you and you just you just have this idea and you kinda get past that point where you just like don't give a shit and you're like you uh, have yeah. this vision and this dream and you're like, Man, I you know, I got something to say and I feel like a lot of the people that I know or that I come across, like have great stories and they're interesting and like if no one else is putting those people on and putting those people on tv and on media like why shouldn't i right yeah why shouldn't i be the person to help my friends like if i can anyway whatever and kind of like spread that and have conversations man and let people speak their mind that's what that's what gets me like i think anybody like i think of it like a documentary style like a podcast almost or anything like any say you think a documentary right you record somebody at a bar, like say it's some famous musician or whatever vocalist, right? And they're like, "This guy's done blah blah blah." And he's like at a bar drinking a beer. When you step back, that is extremely boring. Like we're just watching this dude sit at the bar by himself. Yeah. But because who he is and the way it's edited together and the slow mo or whatever, he seems like a huge deal. And I think that you can relate that to like, you can record anybody and put in some cool edits or whatever and like tell a story about them. And I'm like, Oh dude, that person's fascinating. So interesting. You're like, no, you just like the cool edits, you know, and <laughs> like the, the story or whatever, you know, if you get anybody interesting enough talking for a couple of hours, there's going to be a few seconds out of there. That's like hilarious. Like they're going to say something off the cuff. You know, you know how funny people are, right? That's why you sure. that's probably oh, why yeah. you, that's why you do this. That's why you get into this because you're one. You're one of those guys. You're one <laughs> of the guys, right? And you relate to oh, those, those personalities. You relate to those personalities, <laughs> though, right? Like, like you know, we're all kind of like the same creature. We're just like we just look different. We just all got different sure. disguises and shit. Hundred percent hiding our crazy a little bit better than others. That's what I said. <laughs> Some of us hide it better than others. But. Well, this was like uh, 
Uh, shit, what does it say? It's like uh, when we started, you talked about people listening or whenever, like, I've, I'm in this like weird phase right now uh, with, because I've been posting, I've been doing videos and shit for a lot for years. But I feel like the past couple months, I'm really picking up momentum with like the TikTok stuff and yeah. Instagram. And I got I got some Facebook drama that I just became a part of with like pay and money and shit like that. So it's yeah, dude. it's been like a, a weird different uh, twist to what I've been doing for like the past three years, you know? Isn't that like isn't that like the best part when it finally pays off though? Cause you know, you're still crazy, but you had a dream and like, it's, yeah. fucking, it's working dude. When you get a couple of bucks for the fucking crazy ideas that you were thinking of while you were laying in bed at night and you couldn't fucking sleep. And then, yeah, right, bro. And then it, it's like you, you get this uh weird sense of like this, like grandiose sense that you, and for me, I had to like humble myself and tone it down and be like, it's just a, it's just a one thing, right? It's just one little piece of media. I still need to keep doing what I'm doing. I still need to stay yeah. on the right track. And how do you, how do you find that balance? Like right now, especially because your shit's, you're definitely starting to take off on there. How, oh yeah. How Thanks. Finding that balance. Well, dude, I'll be honest with you, man. I think, uh, I gotta give you an example. Like, you know how people put pressure on themselves. They're like, all right, I got to work out. So every day I'm waking up at five and then I'm going to go on this jog or I'm going to do this. And they kind of like really fine tune their planning. I feel like that's kind of like the opposite for myself where I'm like, okay, at this time I'm going to start recording because you know, you don't, you never know what's going to happen after work or shit like that. But I've just found times that seem to work like lunch break. I'm trying to do something. I'm either like working on stand up or I'm trying to do a skit, which here recently has been more social media tiktok skits or whatever yeah so i i uh on my lunch break i get to recording and by 12 30 i get a 45 minute break so i'm done recording by like 12 30 and then i spend about 15 minutes editing on my phone like whatever i record it and you take like and then it's in between if you can <laughs> Oh yeah. Well, I, uh, I've been fasting, dude. I've been trying to get my fast on, get my chi levels up, get my awesome. chakras in line. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I'm fasting for, uh, up until dinner. So I don't like, uh, no, just coffee and water, maybe a protein bar. And then, uh, dude, when I get home, I have dinner. Dude, that's powerful, bro. Hell yeah, dude. Dude, trying you, make, to get it. you make me want to do it. Like you're literally, you're glowing for real. I, I know. Well, it's this light right here, dude. This, no, I get one of those. I think it's fasting. <laughs> Have you been in the gym too? Have you been working out too? Because you keep talking Man, about I, the gym. You're giving me a lot of gym metaphors, and I feel like I oh yeah, I thought you you seem like a buff dude. I thought the gym metaphor there. would be the uh, okay, best I got you. example. So you, I got you. So you were trying to get in my ballpark. I, I appreciate that actually. I was no, check this out, dude. Used to be a fat yep. kid. There it's he some is. Gym stuff right there. What's up? Yeah, Binge yeah. press. Hell yeah, <laughs> get it in, bro. I need a home gym, bro. In a basement, dude. If I had a basement like you, bro, I would have the studio. I have to break down this stuff every day. Uh, at the end oh, of the oh, whatever. This is my this is my doomsday bunker. <laughs> dude, you have like katana swords and machine guns <laughs> yeah. down there and shit. Right, dude. <laughs> dude, I would Take our to guns. karate in your basement with you, bro. Probably <laughs> <laughs> break a leg down here, dude. It's too much shit down here, man. Yeah, you never know, bro. Fucking. But uh. uh 
No, man, it's dude. I got I got to share this this Facebook stuff, man, because it is bizarre to me. And this isn't like a uh, anything that I uh, bring up isn't you know it's a it's not a flex or it's not it's just like casual conversation, just bringing shit up. Yeah. So uh, Facebook knows TikTok is like the social media king yeah. right now, right? Like more downloads or whatever, and uh, TikTok. Paying folks like you got to reach 10k to start getting paid through TikTok. Yes, and uh, Facebook is having a very similar thing where it's a four week program and uh, you post reels, which is just like short videos, pretty much just like a TikTok version of a you know, it's a short video, right? 15 minutes long, two minutes long, or something like that. Yeah, so. Uh, a buddy of mine was telling me about it and I started looking more into it and it's like an invite only. So it's like, if you're posting reels and they're doing well, you'll get an invite through Facebook to start monetizing. I think I sent you the well, message when I saw that you posted, you had a 4 million, uh, that's, yeah. I'm the one that sent you the message. Actually. I was like, dude, you had a reel that hit 4 million views. And I was like, bro, you know, I watch your shit all the time and I already thought you were getting paid. I already thought you nice. were getting, getting that Facebook money already, dude. I didn't know. I need to shout them out is you you're my buddy Alex brought it up first and then you really concrete like uh concrete it the idea yeah I like sent you, you the link went, and everything I was like dude hell yeah dude are you yeah. talking about Alex Eakin he's very funny too is yes that who that's who it is yep, yeah yes sir Travis Charles actually told me about it and I think that he 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 talks highly about Alex too I've never met Alex but we're Facebook friends but uh, I hear he's really funny. But I hear that he is actually making some money on there too because he's got a bunch of really, sh- uh, really great skits on there. Yeah, dude, it's 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 wild what what clicks, what hits. But uh, yeah, I think it was a Friday because I signed it. I eventually found it after we were texting back and forth. Yeah, because I was at a job site at the time, and uh, I was in a I was in my semi truck waiting to get loaded. And I was already waiting around for like two, three hours already. So I'm like, I might as well dive into this and find it. So check this out, bro. That Friday that you hit me up about it, the next morning, Saturday morning, I've already made like 600 bucks. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. You made $600 in one day. <laughs> dude, that was insane. I was like, dude, I was like, there's no way. And, and uh, I just... So I'm I'm checking my account and shit, like checking the balance and the numbers are going up like crazy, dude, like quick. And by the second week, so it's a four week program. By the second week, I've made eight grand. Holy shit, dude. I can do that. I'll send you a screenshot, dude. I don't even care. Like yeah, I, I want I want people, I want everybody to fucking apply for this. There's like, enough get money. Get on take they're giving yeah. Facebook has one billy, dude, a billion dollars with a B that they're giving to creators this year just to try to get people over on TikTok. And I think this too, bro. What? Where are you in you're in your thirties, right? Early thirties, late twenties. Yep, yep. About to so be thirty one. Our demographic grew up with like MySpace and into the transition of Facebook. And it's our demo that really needs content on there because it's more a little yeah. bit of an older crowd on Facebook. So I think like people that are up our alley are the ones that should really be creating and posting on there where it's not really like a young draw on Facebook anymore. So it's, yeah, it's yeah, guys definitely like us that can actually make the money. The TikTok you might get, yeah, you can, you know, I know you definitely have some to get a couple million, but 
I, I don't know. I'm just not that funny, but or I get I just get <laughs> washed out or not consistent enough with the videos. I don't know what it is, but I'm just like I'm not there on my video content. Like I'm not an everyday poster like that, and I really want to be. Like I get into that mode, but then like so much other stuff. I've let the I've let the podcast kind of take over my life a little bit in that way. Oh yeah, the dude. same thing that you're talking about. Um, how you spend all day at work, just like thinking about what you're gonna post, and then when you finally get a break, like you go and you spend the entire lunch just like working on. Oh it. yeah, that's dude. so cool, dude. Like that's inspiring to hear you say that. Man, dude. that's that's the grind, dog. I always yeah. gotta be grinding. <laughs> I'm the I'm the same way, dude. Like I don't I'm all I take uh, the winters off work. Like, uh, I'm fortunate enough to be able to do that in the winter, so I don't work. But uh, Hell yeah. well, I'm about to go back to work here as soon as it gets warm. But right now, I'm spending, like, eight or ten hours a day podcasting. Like, when I do a podcast, I'll do, I'll do like, two or three episodes in one day. Like, I did, yeah. I did. I had two scheduled for last night, and then I had you scheduled for – I actually had three scheduled yesterday. Um, it was another – excuse me. There you it go. Was an, it was another Zoom call um, with, this, uh, with this guy from uh, – He's from Atlanta. I think he's from Flint, Michigan, but he lives in Atlanta. Joe Kelly. Do you know who he is? The water is pretty bad up there. Yeah, Flint. Yeah. (laughs) terrible. But uh, I was going to do a podcast with him yesterday, but I couldn't get – something came up, and I couldn't get the Zoom, so I had to cancel that one. And then my second interview actually canceled. So like you said, I only got one done yesterday, and now I'm doing this one with you. But typically I'm doing like multiple ones in a week. That way I don't have to to record for like a month or two. That's the ticket. Yeah, dude, I'll do like eight within two weeks, and then I won't record again until like July. Like that's what we'll do. Like every couple, me and my camera guy, and and I'm not really, yeah. like, I'm not really making any money off of these, so it's like I don't really, I can't really pay him much either. So it's like the, the least time like doing this, the better. And I'm trying to like just like you're doing with the videos, and a lot of other people are doing with their content. I'm trying to make it like a, uh, like how do you say? A residual income, like long term, uh, like, pa- like a passive income, you know. Eventually, like the snowball effect will hit, and these. Oh yeah. But these aren't fifteen second videos. That's like the. That's like you know. That's like the the kind of stuff well, behind these. I will say this though. I I did get a message today. Uh, this buddy, uh, I don't. Some TikTok follower, which which is interesting. You start. Either a couple things happen when you like go viral, right? The only thing that really changes is like you'll get more likes, more comments and stuff. But dude, honestly, what it is is people will, are are arguing <laughs> with each other yeah. in the comments. It could be not even video related. <laughs> and it's just so much arguing that it's just it's totally off topic. I don't even know what these guys are talking about half the time. Uh but no, hey, real quick, back to the Facebook stuff. That so by the second week, uh you know, eight grand, crazy amount. I'll send you a screenshot just to let you know when I'm rolling. Island boys. And then there's uh, – <laughs> the, uh, But, dude, that, the second week, that Friday morning, I woke up. I checked my Facebook account, and I had a restricted ban. I had a ban on my account. Yep. Where I couldn't, I couldn't go live, and I couldn't make any more income from the reels. So I had two weeks left of my program and now I have a 30 day ban and I'm pretty sure I'm not going to be able to make up the next two weeks because of the, uh, a video I made a month ago. So it's like, it's, it's very odd that the timing is like, I was making real good money. And then the second week into the program, I just so happened to get a a video that gets, uh, taken, you know, gets taken down, bans me. 
I made uh, like 10% of what you made uh, in about two weeks also. And then someone commented on a second – like it wasn't even in the reels part of it or the section of Facebook. Oh, like, interesting. I, I actually posted it, one of these uh, – I actually posted one of these YouTube links on my wall on Facebook and like shared one of my uh, podcasts. And someone commented on was like, hey, this is a shit show. And I was like, uh, and I just like this, you know, as a comment, like just trying to be witty or trying to be funny. I thought it would get reacts. Um, and I, so I trolled him back and I was like, <laughs> fucking, I think I said something along the lines of, uh, I was like, he said shit in my mouth. This show sucks. I was like, if I shit in your mouth, it'd be the most nutritious thing you've had since you were sucking bush light from your mom's titty. I was like, oh, oh yes. Smell like roach killer and skull. And uh, yeah. they flagged me for bullying, right? instantly what? facebook banned me for making money for 90 days so for three Damn, months they said you could not make money and i've had a, a video go viral since where i haven't and i don't have any don't got any money from it but i don't know they're pretty strict about it and i can understand it and respect it because you got to think like uh if we're working anywhere and you don't think like it's not realistic it doesn't feel like that's your job even though it kind of is in a weird way yeah if yeah. you're working anywhere you can't really like um you know you can't really have misconduct, like no matter what, in whatever circumstance. You can't go to your job and tell somebody to suck your dick, and your boss can see it, and everything's like written down everywhere, right? Like yeah. just people that are in court, when there's a stenographer, you're not like he sucked my balls, like right? Like when the judge has turned his back because there's a there's someone wrote it down, and like there's a record of it, but every there's a record everywhere on the internet is what I'm getting at. So it's like you can't, oh yeah, dude, like you can't conduct yourself like you normally would maybe, or you just have to like, you just have to have a little bit of like, like a threshold, I guess. It's gotta be like Jackie Robinson. If you're making money, especially on. these, uh, especially these, these dang, these damn social media, man, I got damn liberals, man. <laughs> these motherfuckers will troll you. Dude. Yeah. Right. They want to no, take but- our guns and our liberties dude. <laughs> Dude, I sent an email to Facebook. Dude, I like I bitched out, dude, hundred percent. I was yeah. like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'll never do, I'll never make a video like that again. Please let me dude. monetize. <laughs> we I'm all Democrat. Help me. We should talk <laughs> off camera, and you should let me know how you did that because Travis actually did the same thing, and they he he got banned too. My buddy Travis that told me about it because of yeah. a, a video that he posted for like sexual content or something. We were he was, he was like jacking Ooh. off an icicle or something. And like, oh, that would do it every time. That, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who jacks off icicles? He's like Jack Frost. Like, uh, you got that right. Who gets horny <laughs> to snowmen? Like, well, this is it, it's interesting. Like, who's uh, like uh, declaring if it's banned or not? Especially like a joke. Like, you're jerking sure. off an icicle. Like, that is how is that any like sexual explicit versus like I see tons of ladies twerking. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. What is, <laughs> I don't even think he uses like foul language. I think it's more like the, uh, the tone of his language and, and the way that he's grabbing the icicle in the particular, Ooh. he showed me the particular video. He had another one that got him banned from TikTok. Um, that was, oh, shit. <laughs> it was like, basically dude, it was hilarious. I'll have to send it to you. But, uh, this dude basically like put himself in a plastic bag and filled his mouth full of milk. And he pretended like to be a human penis, essentially. Oh like, yeah. He like flopped around and then like spit the milk out or whatever. And uh, I guess TikTok thought it was like a dead person in a bag, right? Oh like, shit! Yeah. Right? But Facebook let him post it and it was fine. But for whatever reason, TikTok like banned his banned his whole account like right after it went viral. That's odd because I I the video that Facebook take took down, Instagram took it down right when I posted it a month ago, and TikTok still has it up. 
which like I've gotten nothing. But like the thing is, is like what, what I can video see, was it? Do you want to? What exactly? Yeah, yeah. Is it, uh, so you're gonna say the it was word. it was about a month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got me. I got him. <laughs> I get on Spotify. Here I come. <laughs> yeah. No, and so uh, it was January. It's early January, and we got like our first like coating of snow. And it just so happened to be like the day of the uh, a year ago storm in the Capitol. Oh yeah. And I walked to my car. It was like a quick like. I recorded it on Instagram stories at first. And then I was like, this is pretty goofy. So I saved it and then posted it on TikTok. But I was just outside grabbing like a coffee mug or something. And I was like, all right, this is pretty funny. I was like, yeah, I couldn't think of a better way of uh, celebrating the year anniversary of storming the Capitol by making it all white. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that'll do it. Dude, you should tell that as a bit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just um, I, yeah, I've been, I've, I got it, I got it in my premise, my premise notes, yeah, of uh, of a bit. Or you know, if yeah, you really, if you really blow up off TikTok and that's what people come to see, and you get an agent or something like Jason Banks, and something like that happens with you, then people might come to see that character that you're playing. Like, oh like yeah, fat guy or. How would you feel about that? Would you want to do your stand-up, or would you want to like write new stuff for them and those characters? Or how would you kind of how would you play that if you start touring? And doing, uh, you know, that's a good that's a good question, man. Um, that's cool that you bring that up because there's a uh, a pretty cool pretty cool club here. It's like a hipster bar. It's called Planet of the Tapes. Oh, I've heard. And of that. Uh, dude, super cool room, cool stage, and uh, but I. Uh, one, it, I haven't got to talk to the guy yet, but I've been thinking a lot about doing, putting on some show. Well, I don't know how much of a show you would call it, but I would pretty much record a skit in front of an audience. Like I'll set the phone up, hit record, do the thing or whatever. Very raw, probably very awkward. And then step aside, maybe go off stage, take an intermission, whatever. Edit it, the shit that I would like what I recorded up on stage, edit it, and then present the video to the crowd, like once it's done. Yeah. So it's like a very weird, like there's the characters, here's the raw behind the scenes, like, you know, setting the phone up, taking different takes or whatever, you know, bloopers or uh, what have you. Uh, so that's, that seems like a fun, weird project. Yeah, that's, that's cool, dude. That's like interactive. That's like almost right up your alley. It's like I was reading your mind. That's right. You were, dude. But the character stuff I've been torn with for because when I first started doing comedy, I felt very obligated to have this quote unquote character persona. Yeah. And then it was like after quarantine, whenever things started opening back up, I was still doing like the same bits than I was for like the past two years, like pre COVID. And for whatever reason, I was eating it harder than I ever was like after COVID shit. So I don't know if like, it kind of made me want to dig deeper to be more personable, like mm-hmm. have more like uh relatable shit or like more uh, like less one liners. Like here's a random one liner. Here's another random one liner, more of a con- consistent piece 
And uh, where I like to think that I'm doing like a fine line between sort of character, but not, it's just like an exaggerated version of as, as oneself, you know what yeah. I mean? And right. I'm sure a lot of folks have feel feel very similar that way. Also wanted to remind you guys to join our listener support program. There's three tiers starting at just 99 cents a month, $4.99 and $9.99. If you're a baller and you want to support the Morning Woods podcast, get on over there and join our listener support program directly through Spotify. I think we all have that, though, like because I don't like... Yeah, I, when I go up on stage, I definitely get a little bit more excited or a little bit more. Uh, yeah, dude, you jacked like, up, man. Yeah, you're performing. You're, you're performing. performing, literally. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I bring it. Like, there's no way. And I don't do that with everything in life, Like, right? Like, maybe if I'm, like, if I'm lifting weights or if I'm, like, trying to, whatever it is that I'm trying to do, um, I guess I, I will bring it when I have to, but not in every. Exactly. Yeah, not not in every single situation. And sometimes you bring it harder. That makes sense, dude. I can see that. Yeah. But that's what was like was weird about like after comedy stuff or like you do a show and it's like people want to hang. There's like this weird obligation. Like you still have to be on. You know what I mean? Like yeah. If you I'm like bit them and shit, you gotta like. Oh yeah, dude, you gotta because like, dude, dude, there's been I'm pretty sure there's been multiple. I can think of one time for sure. I was like social butterflied out, dude. Like my pollen for my wings are done. I was like. <laughs> I was like, I'm a, I don't want to hang out anymore. And I was at a bar and I was just like, dude, just sitting there. Like, I want to go home and shit. And then, uh, you could just feel this, like, this guy's not as funny as I thought he was like, you know, like, cause yeah. everybody from the club went to go hang out at the bar. So I was like, whatever, man, I, I'm, I'm getting out of here. I need to fucking take a nap, <laughs> go yeah. to bed. But no, man, the, the character stuff, dude, I didn't really think too much about, about trying because that would be kind of interesting having like a full-blown like obviously this guy has something stuffed in his shirt yeah but dude, like belly. five minutes on just that guy yeah dude like yeah. dude like you can actually use some of your bits you know what i mean like that you maybe already have written i'm sure you have stuff that you've probably thrown uh, away maybe you have something that couldn't quite be a skit or wouldn't quite work on camera and then you just like just be that guy for five minutes dude that'd be pretty cool i would, I, I would like that that's I a good think, I, you know I don't see why not, dude. Yeah, you know dude. what I mean? Go try it out at an open mic, you know, see how that goes. And because all it is is it's that that dude. I'll try to get him recorded. There's a guy that he just got back, he just got hired on. He he used to be an employee with us. He quit. He just came back. And that dude with the gut, like the trucker, that is a co-worker of mine. Like dude, almost a co-worker two of everybody. Like, yeah dude. exactly dude like everyone has <laughs> my brother everyone has looks like this that dude. guy like you know what <laughs> yeah. I'm saying? like i got a brother yeah, like dude. that literally dude like hey man you're gonna have to move that truck they're like dude get the <laughs> fuck out of here dude. yeah like i'm working too like what do you think well, dude that's is? what uh that's what the uh i find interesting man like that trucker stuff i i think somewhat of the uh what's the right word i'm looking for here it's like uh it's rewarding where you know, I, I'm not, I, you know, I'll, I'll admit it, man. TikTok is pretty much everybody on it, even myself included, is like recycling shit. You know what I mean? Like the sound or the bit or whatever. Yeah. You know, you just like lip sync whatever is going on. And it's like a, it's like a, a live meme. Like you have a meme, you have your, your caption and then whatever the skit is, That's a really is pretty good much analogy. like, 
Yeah, that's pretty much like it's live memes. It's, it's, that's what it seems like to me. No, you're absolutely and like right. the trending videos. Like, there's some shit that I see. I'm like, I've seen this same sound or this same lip syncing, but I've seen even like the same scenarios. So, what if I do a scenario, but I'm on a forklift? You know what I mean? Like, change. You're taking this the trending shit that you're seeing, but you're tapping in a different caption. It's with your whatever pers- your it's your perspective it's yeah like, that's it's it like, that's it it's like these little songs or these little catchy 15 second like trends are capturing the whole world and you're just like hey this is what i look like doing it and i think that's cool that you can, exactly you, you figured it out not everybody's that's right that dude out. well i'm just glad i have a job that allows me to record the shit i did get it talking to last week and i mean i get it i had the i had the company's name like right there Oh yeah, smack dab in the, uh, which I was like, hey, I'm marketing for you guys. This is free marketing. You're welcome. Yeah, especially but, uh, millions of views. Like it's kind of it's kind of hard to to stop on your toes, you know. Oh yeah, when well, it was weird, man, because it's interesting. People knew I do I I recorded shit around work, like on my break or whatever in the lunch in the lunch room or the uh, down the street in the other shop, but no one really seemed to care as much. But whenever you start telling them like, "Hey, I'm close to forty thousand followers," say hey, this this video had ten million, then it gets a little bit more like, "Holy shit, our company's names here." This guy's doing OSHA violating shit. You know? Oh yeah, <laughs> like, that's true, dude. Yeah, you do do silly stuff for sure. But you're like, uh, play, yeah, dude, you're I playing do. into it though. But yeah, I see what you're saying. I see well, that's saying. like the weird like disclaimer. Like, I got a sticker that I'm super pumped about, but it's like the safety squint, you know, with the grinder and dude, like there's a part of me. I'm like, I do not, it's more punk rock to do shit. That's unsafe. You know what I mean? I can't, yeah. you can't sell safety shit. Like where are your glasses? You know what I mean? That's lame. You right. know? So right. it's like, even though I'm selling unsafe shit, I'm like, in reality, I'm like, Hey, don't, I don't want to lose an eye, you know, wear your safety glasses. But Wear this cool sticker of you not wearing safety glasses. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you're playing into it. It's like it's 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 comedy, but yeah, I can kind of see where, yeah, where that could be a problem, dude. I I know, bro. I think that they, like that happens at everybody's peak in their career. Like I hear, um, I guess I when I hear Bill Burr talk about it, like the most, he was one of those guys that kind of really made it, but worked a regular job for like most of his career. And a lot of people don't know that, but you know, I'm a fan yeah, of this podcast and I listen to him a lot. And he's one of those dudes like, like us, bro. And it's like, you kind of mentioned it earlier also how you just like, instead of it being a social event, like now when you do comedy, you just gotta do the show and go home. That's just cause you're a family man now. You know what I mean? And it's like, as you get older, you just kind of like figure out like where that belongs in your life like when you first start yeah, doing comedy or anything else it's like it can kind of be overbearing and we can kind of like let it like so- we soak up so much because there's so much atmosphere around it but like not all that shit's for you you know or for me i think mm-hmm. and at the end of the day like i can totally relate to that but what i was saying about the bill burr thing man i don't know i really see you being one of those people man who can I, I hope I hope this for you. That oh you're, shit! You're, you're, I hope that you're one of those people that's like eventually you're able to monetize your content full time, you know, and you can do stand up and do your stuff full time, bro. And hopefully, you know, you won't have to work a regular job forever. Hi, honey. Dude, uh, and what's wild about that, man, is it's the people's decision. It's like the folks at home that yeah. able that's able to uh, make that happen. So it's like 
Yeah. You know, if you do the podcast and you get listeners and then the listeners get on your Patreon and then your Patreon sells merch and then your merch, you know, and then yeah, you get so, booked for shows. Oh yeah. yeah. It's full circle, man. Yeah, dude. I think, I totally think that you could have that could happen for you, bro. I really hope that that happens. I appreciate you, it, dude. You know, and I, I keep a uh, blinders on dude, because you know, a lot of the big names, a lot of the top dogs are like 10 years before yeah. they really get where they said that they really felt a change, but, you know, times are different, man, with the social media stuff because there's not a lot to of me, gatekeepers it, now. No, man. It's like now it's like if you got a big following, even if you're not a comedian, like even because I've seen I feel like I've seen TikTok skit folks. Right. Just that's all I know them from. And they're opening for, you know, Theo Vaughn and shit or like opening for Burt Kreischer. And it's yeah. like their only credit is like TikTok YouTube. You're like, what? TikTok, YouTube, that's yeah, your credit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but that, that, and it brings access to seats. And I think that's what clubs are, that's what they're really looking for. It's like, if you, if you're like, hey, I have 200,000 followers and I have 3,000 in your city because I can look at my analytics. Yeah. If I tell this city that I'm coming, you know, I can bring people to your club to buy your drinks and your food and shit. Yeah, you're right, bro. No, you're absolutely right. And not just about the clubs, but it is about the people, man. And I feel like being like an average guy who like an average Joe like you, average Joe like me, guys who like work for a living, like we are the every man. We are That's the right. people that like the, that those regular people that can relate to because we are regular people and like you know, that's dangerous to the establishment in in the real oh, way, hey. you know, to those talent agencies and those people who are making buku bucks, um, selling their acts. It's, you know, having this independent media is dangerous to those people, but it's good for us. I say keep getting that money, you know. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's, what, that's what's, like, wild about, like, the algorithm and stuff, dude. It's, like, there's definitely a, uh, you know, if, if whatever you're doing, if I'll give you an example. There's this dude on YouTube that he posts every Thursday, he'll post a camping video where he's like either camping, uh, he's, he's camping in the, in the woods in the city where he's like trying to be stealthy or like he's going out on a, you know, near the mountains at a campground. Right. But the thing is he just stayed consistent with it. And then he found that audience that wanted to watch him camp. And now the dude's like, you know, over a million subscribers and he's just kind of just doing the same formula, which is what people want. They're like, we, we want to see you camping yeah. and then people send them money or like, you know, he gets the Patreon or donations and stuff. And now he's able to do his camping videos once a week and that's pays awesome. his bills. You know what I'm saying? Awesome. <laughs> yes, dude. That's fantastic, bro. I, that's I mean, the people. Like if, if he people. didn't have the subscribers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, I, yeah, I feel like eventually if it's something that you're really passionate about and you're adding value, it definitely will take off. And not just that, it's also about like consistency. People want to trust that they can come back for the same thing. Like we want to be comfortable. Like as yep, humans, yep. right? We want to be familiar with something. And if we can get, the, we can learn to expect consistency, then we're going to come back every time. That's dope, dude. Speaking of camping, dude, I just saw your vlog where you were camping out with your mom and your mom's a truck driver too, right? Your mom's a trucker. Yeah, yeah, you, dude. Your mom did Theo Vaughn's podcast, right? Yeah, dude, yeah, that's man. so fucking well, cool, dude. That's so cool. It, like, yeah, yeah. You were right in the studio too, right? I mean, I saw the I saw the vlog, dude. How cool was that? 
it was it was wild man it was uh so i've i've been kind of on his podcast before sort of like over the phone oh, like really? i had a there's a yeah dude this was like years years ago uh and i don't want to sound like a complete hipster but i feel like i was like uh a pretty big theo vaughn fan like years ago like he was when still he was on road he was doing uh no but not that far back like when he was doing his this past weekend he was still like in his closet doing episodes really? like it was more of a it was like a vlog when he first started doing it i didn't know that and I uh i can watch that that's cool yeah some of his older stuff is is funny man because i mean it, it, you know i don't know long story short i, I called in because he had that hotline and I uh, was going to the beach at the time, and I was calling about having man titties. And uh, <laughs> his listeners, the audience, really got into it, and they were, like, calling his hotline to, like, answer my question of my concerns and shit. Wow. And then after a few months, he had a follow-up call. So I talked to him over the phone about having man breasts and shit and what that experience has been like. <laughs> and, uh, Doesn't he have like a whole TV so that, show based around like helping dudes doing like the same kind of thing now on Comedy Central? Dude, that, yes. That if he needs, I'm going to keep, my, <laughs> I keep an ear out. I'm like, dude, if you ever do a man titty episode, I'm your guy. <laughs> oh, dude, that would be so cool. He takes you to the beach and like, did you should have oh, yeah, told dude. him that. <laughs> Just how, how, how to accept it. <laughs> yeah, dude, teach you how to accept it, bro. Hell yeah. But uh, I think that kind of got me in the door. And then you fa I fast forward. Say you fast forward about, I don't know, a year or so later. Uh, his podcast was asking about looking for a female trucker to interview. And I was just like, hey, I'll, I'll shoot him an email. You know, my mom's a trucker. And then they like responded back like the next day. And they're like, hey, we want to do a phone interview. They did a phone interview with her. They're like, we like her. And then scheduling kind of sucked because they were like, come down to Nashville on a Wednesday. And we're like, I can't take off work. My mom's over the road. You know, she's freaking, you know. Yeah. But a couple of weeks, you know, emails and shit went back and forth. And then uh, we just found the weekend that worked. And then uh, do what was wild. So my mom didn't know who he was because I was like, I don't want her to freak out. Like, you know, seeing the views that he could get on some of his videos yeah but uh after everything was cool man everything seemed kosher and then after the show he gave us like 600 bucks for being Holy on the show shit yeah cash <laughs> you guys out that's cool as fuck cash dude. money dude wow dude. cash money and then i was trying to like mingle in there too dude because i was i was like hey man i, I was wearing like a dusty slay hat uh a comedian from nashville Oh yeah, I'm familiar. And, with him. I just uh, watched his uh, Netflix uh, thing that he did, the 20 minute special. Dude, that guy's uh, that guy's helped me out a ton as well, man. Oh, you're friends, uh, with Dusty? you're friends with Dusty. I like to think we are. I like to think we're friends. That's cool uh, as fuck, dude. I didn't realize that. Yeah, it's wild, man. I'm, I'm telling you, dude. I I, I don't know. You know, I you, I want to think luck or skill or whatever, but dude, sometimes I feel like shit just like. I force gump myself through life. Sometimes <laughs> I feel like <laughs> You're just running just, and running. Yeah, <laughs> dude. I'm just like, hey, I'm I'm hanging out with Dusty Slay right now. I don't know how the hell I got here, but this is cool. This is, <laughs> you know, that's an interesting box of chocolate right there for sure, dude. He's hilarious. 
but uh yeah i was like hey i'm wearing i, I uh, i'm wearing one of his hats I, i've uh, worked at zany's before theo vaughn what's up and then uh that we that's been it man I've, i almost got my uncle on an episode because they were looking for a garbage man <laughs> they oh, wanted man. to interview a guard i was like hey put me put me back on i know someone else <laughs> you should tell him like listen my whole family has like crazy occupations <laughs> you're like we yeah. have a hit man a garbage man a veterinarian <laughs> you just keep going down the line like oh, yeah dude more blue collar shit like oh yeah we all dropped out of high school you know no big deal we're just yeah paying taxes here well, think about that. Like, Theo's one of those people who's definitely, like, a humble guy, even for a celebrity, I think. It, just watching his videos and stuff, at least he comes off that way. So he reminds me of, like, kind of like what we were talking about earlier. Like, he's one of the everyman. So he probably yeah. really he, – he, I'm sure he likes it when he gets to, like, uh, humble himself and talk to normal people again, right? It's He's got to. He's into that. Yeah, dude. Cause I can't – like, it's um, – I don't know about, like, fake or anything because I don't, I don't want to try to, like – think to that too you know too too deep about that but there is like this weird like people aren't people aren't going to even look at other people just based on their followers you know what i mean like yeah and i hate to i hate to admit this but when i get a, a follow like every now and then i'll kind of like browse around to see who's following me and if i click their profile and they have like ten thousand plus followers i'm like oh shit this is like what an opportunity you know what i mean like yeah. a weird like they're they're probably cool but also at the same time it's like this weird like what if they reshare something like what if you know they tag me in this or something you know and i get their followers and whatnot so yeah. it's a very weird uh like if i if i wanted to reach out to somebody like another tiktoker or youtuber or something if i had a high number of following I, there's more likely uh, an opportunity to collab with somebody versus somebody who has a hundred followers yeah, messaging somebody with a million followers. It's like a weird, like what does these numbers even like, there's plenty of creative people out there that just hasn't gotten the opportunity of the algorithm blowing them up or something. You know what I mean? Like it's a, uh, that too, but like, it's also consistency. I think it's like yeah, time, yeah. time and opportunity preparation. It's like, they all have to meet. And not everybody blows up at the same time. And sometimes it's like a, sometimes it's a long con for certain people. And then sometimes you'll, sometimes you'll just keep going and going and going until you fucking, you get Sam Kennison out or you get, you know what I mean? Or <laughs> fucking you, tell you Chris yeah. Farley <laughs> or whatever. Sometimes That's that, right, dude. Sometimes that happens or sometimes, you know, it's infinite. It's just, there's no talent, man. And like, that's the cool thing about all this. It's like, I think if you mind your P's and Q's, especially nowadays with everybody watching what we're fucking saying and constantly oh, yes. monitoring us and things like that and the PC culture. I think if you like, you know, if you're good hearted about it, man, and you're putting out good content all the time, people will follow. People will like it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it can be. Well, there. well dude, I'm not going to lie, man. I don't know what happened. I think I know what happened. But, you know, I was when I, f I try to be more of a cleaner ish comic. I like try to write cleaner, but for whatever reason, I've done a couple shows where I've been a little bit more risque and, uh, even, even with like the videos and shit, like there's something very, uh, addicting to the kind of walk in that edge a little bit. Yeah. Like you, you, I post something now and you're like, this could, yeah, dude. I don't <laughs> know, man. It's getting me fired up, dude. I'm like, I want to do more of this questionable 
uh, stuff. <laughs> well, that's the thing. You don't look like the kind of guy. So it's like it, it fucking. It's like this strange addiction that people probably have no idea that you have either. You know what I mean? Oh like, yeah, yeah. You don't look like well, I mean, di- you don't look like you're dying to say the n word. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes like, I'm just I holding mean, it in. Yeah. Dude, that's what it's like. Uh, I think I, I was telling my old man this that uh, I kind of like post something that sure it may uh, cause a few feathers to fluffer or whatever, but if you get like the joke. Hopefully the cleverness outweighs the uh, the edginess of it. You know what I mean? Like, oh, that's offensive, but it's awfully clever. So the clever beats the uh, offensiveness of it. <laughs> yes, I think definitely. Um, it's yeah, it's gonna work to get you like following up there. But I think once you get like to such a level, like a Joe Rogan level, it's almost like you can't even play with that balance anymore. You know? What oh, I mean? that's true. It's yeah, because like it's constant. Is so high. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know, but that's, that's what's weird about it, man. He has so many supporters, but also so many, so many people who hate him. You know what I mean? It's like a weird, yeah. but that's, I don't know, man. That's like the weird part about like the making it stuff. Like, right. You know, you, like I said, dude, I got the majority of my comments are like people arguing with each other or whatever. And either you're going to get that happening whenever you talk about something that's, uh, controversial you know what i mean someone's gonna make a comment about something their feelings and then someone's gonna get pissed at that comment and then you're you know it's breaking like this, up a uh it's like this weird um like echo cha- we like live in this weird like chamber of like like thought where basically everyone in the media and everyone around you is saying like have morals don't do this don't do that but the only people that yeah. anyone in society pays attention to are the people who are going against the grain and saying like fuck off Right, those oh, are the only yeah, people dude. that even have a phone. Yeah, it's weird. That's interesting. Well, that's like movies, man. Like you see all these movies that, like, yeah, like Hunger Games or something. Right, they're fighting the power, they're breaking up, and yeah. the Matrix. You know, all these. There's there's tons of movies that we get behind the rebels or whatever. You know, yes. fucking like Star Wars and shit. And but in reality, like the rebels here, you're like. You're a white supremacist, you know. It's like, what? Right. like I thought yeah. we, were, I thought we we're taking down the man. I'm a rebel alliance here, not Confederate yes. liberal. <laughs> like, yeah, but well, it, I don't know, man. That's that's just what the system does to us, man. Like as people, I feel like it's the same thing they're doing to like the Joe Rogan fans. Now they've been doing it to people for a long time. Like if they can somehow, if like the system gets so big that they can't take it down, like J A R E. Basically, they'll yeah. take down the fans. They'll pit them against each other, right? Like, oh all, yeah. All, all of a sudden, you're gonna hear girls talking like it's toxic to date boys that listen to Joe Rogan, or those those dudes are Nazis, yeah. or like you'll you'll hear yeah. that, right? And then it will be so bad to the point to where if they can't cancel him, they'll cancel the people who are associated with him because you won't want to say that I listen to that anymore because of what everybody else this narrative is saying. It's like that's oh, that's yeah. kind of what's going on right now. It's like a weird smear campaign, man. Well, I mean, I, I don't know, dude. This could be like, you know, being a chicken shit or whatever. But, I mean, I'm not going to – I know the audience or whatever, people are hanging out with or, you know, and like I'm not saying I'm a – I'm not even like a diehard Rogan fan. You know what I mean? I like a couple of his guests that he has on or, you know, check out an episode here or there. But I think more now it's just like the the situation he's under is more interesting what he then, represents. Uh, he's yeah, representing yeah. freedom of speech, and he's representing stand-up comedy being the last art form that that's actually possible in 
to do. Well, dude, it's, so. it's such a, a cliche, like way, of course, like there's plenty of people who have said things that, you know, is inappropriate. Right. But it's just like time. Did you give it time? All these people, like people like dog, the bounty hunter. Now Hulk Hogan's back on the hall of fame. Yeah. You know, like, uh, all the Paula Dean's making cakes again. You know what I mean? Like, uh, that Morgan, uh, that, Morgan uh, what's his name? He never yeah, stopped dude, he's, making music. Yeah, dude. People yeah. were, I think he blew up even more. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, honestly, probably that's right when his album dropped. If you don't remember that, <laughs> like, if, you oh, want really? to, if you want everybody in the South to listen to your new album, I guess <laughs> we know, we yeah, know what to put in the media to get everybody dude. back on board. <laughs> well, that's the thing, man. Like, that's what I find fascinating is there's, there's been a few things that I've done. It's a little, uh, I've had like white friends, right? White, white friends of mine will be like, Oh, Whoa, man. I don't know about that, but have black friends be like, that's hilarious. Like, yes. Yeah. You know, you're what you're crazy. You're like, that's ballsy. And then like white people are be like, Oh, I don't know, man. Uh, that, that seemed a little too much. I was like, you don't know. Dude, I said it's, it's those people that you got to watch out for. Those motherfuckers that are scared to yeah. say stuff openly and like be silly and talk about our differences as people. Those are the people that are like really racist, bro. And they're like hiding shit yeah. that you know what I mean, like deep down. And they're like they don't want to even toy with the idea because if you start like touching the surface of that, they may say something that would make everybody uncomfortable. That's their own. Oh yeah, dude. That's almost like their own darkness coming out when they when people act. Yeah, like that, I think. Well, they're like so progressive, like what they're saying sounds racist i'm like you're trying to sound you're you're sounding so progressive right now that it sounds racist like it's kind of it's coming yes. around like it's you're, you're what is going on here i think like, that's how it's gonna big, be too they'll flip the switch on them like give it another couple campaigns and then they'll like all that they'll build that up for 10 or 12 years and get a bunch of people on board with that rhetoric and then they'll yeah flip, yeah then they'll flip that on its head and all those people will be the nazis in two campaigns like that's how they do it every 16 years or so <laughs> dude i tell you one thing that gets me more fired up in anything is like seeing like a, a black person talk shit about woke culture yeah. I don't know what it is, dude. It gets me fired up, dude. I'm like, hell yeah, somebody who's actually in it or whatever is for the right reason. You know. Yeah. Yes. It's like, dude, why he doesn't need to be telling y'all people how to, you know, what to do all the time or like how to feel about something. Yeah, it's good to be you know, it's good to be aware of it internally for sure. But if you're out there like trying to constantly preach it, it definitely makes you look like you have your own agenda for sure. Oh, hundred percent, dude. That's yes. like uh, I, I used to work a, a lot with people with disabilities, intellectual disabilities. Like I've done like a summer camp with kids. I worked at like a psychiatric hospital and uh, I've worked with like adults in residential settings. You know what I mean? And like even folks in that spectrum, like, like depending on where you're at, like being autistic, where you're like nonverbal or you're, you know what I mean? Like you're on even, you're, you can't advocate for yourself, but there's folks out there who can advocate for themselves. So, I mean, even like, you know, somebody with special needs, they may like the R word, you know what I mean? Like they, yeah. they, you know what I mean? Like that's what I find. And that's where like that weird line of like context and whatnot comes into play because it's like I I've worked with people with disabilities and the way I see it, if I do a joke or something or I tell a story with somebody with disabilities, 
if anything, it's more inclusive because I'm bringing them into the conversation. Yeah. Like I've had to wipe a guy's butt before, like a 70 year old dude's butt, like give him a shower, wipe his butt, you know, whatever, wash his balls. And people are like, Oh, and I'm like, what is, it happens. Like your mom, your someone's going to have to bathe your parents. We're all going to get old. You're yeah. going to get a hard, you know, you're going to, you're going to have a stroke and somebody's going to have to, you know, clean your butt you know what i mean like it's until you die it's very real yeah. stuff yeah. yeah yeah it's stuff that no one ever talks about for sure and people freak out when you yeah that's funny bro oh yeah and, and then like i said other before like the cleverness or the funniness of it like that's where like that's the end goal it's like i want to bring in people these people this population that i've worked with before and if anything you know i'm the punchline you know what i mean i can make fun of myself with for not these, understanding them yeah oh yeah dude autism down syndrome cerebral palsy yeah all of it dude the works <laughs> i have a friend that uh i have a friend that used to do in-home care like that too and he really enjoyed it he said that out of all the jobs that he's ever had that was one of the ones where he felt like he was really making a difference like doing in-home care working with people that were either mentally or physically disabled just because like they don't have anybody and a lot of these families like they yeah, have dude. so much money that they don't even, it's just like, they just write it off and they don't even see these kids. Like they don't even, you know what I mean? Like these, or these grown yeah, men or women or whatever. They're just, they're just living in some community somewhere. And like, they have like these nice apartment and housing communities. Like they're not living in slums or anything. It's like nice conditions, but it's just lonely. And it's like, those people need people too. And they need people to represent them and people who's been there. So exactly. I think if you're able to do but, that, bro, and make TikToks that include them and they're inclusive, I think that's a great idea too. If oh yeah if that, if well it's like a sure oh yeah yeah it's in a, in a nutshell man but it's kind of more of like talking about individuals that are able to advocate for themselves versus people who aren't you know what i mean like yes when whitey when whitey should step in or when we shouldn't you know okay <laughs> i got you yeah yeah what side of the but dude i hate to on? uh okay yeah you're, we're with, probably running with what dude i was gonna say with politics oh uh, no you're good I, how long have we been oh running? shit man do, Feels like over an hour. I think hour. a little over. Yeah, dude. Does Six. it say on there? It doesn't. Sh- it doesn't show me on here on this end. This has been really fun. I feel like I could talk to you for a while, but this is. We'll have to do this oh, again yeah. sometimes for sure. Yeah, we probably should end off of the uh, political question. We'll just end it right there, dude. We'll save that for part two. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds good with me, bro. Yeah. Hey, it was really good to talk to you. This will be out in a couple of weeks, man, and uh, I will send it over to you. And uh, yeah, bro. Sick, dude. It was really good to talk. Yeah, to dude. You, I'll tag you, man. I'll share it, bro. Okay. Awesome. Have a good night, man. Later, Johnny. See you, bro.